quarantine, you know the vibes. Zoom. Something about it is really do like, you know, it's the mozzarella fella. This quarantine question, episode 15s and things. Yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul. Yo, what's good, y'all? We got Mozzie in the building, virtually, of course. A trailblazer of his own craft, man. His sleepwalking music video has over 50 million views on YouTube. His Can't Take It music video has over 30 million views. He's worked with the late Nipsey Hussle, Ty Dolla Sign, YG, just to name a few. And he recently dropped his album, Beyond Bulletproof, a few weeks ago, man. I'd like to welcome you to Quarantine Questions, bro, on Rap TV. And I'm your host, Pro to Go. What's going on, man? Time about it. What's up with the fella, my boy, Pro to Go, man? <laughs> no doubt. having me. Yeah, man. And um, shit, congratulations on the album, man. How's the reception been so far? Oh, I mean, it's Loving overwhelming. It. It's overwhelming. I'm in love with it, man. Um, you know, nothing but positive energy. I felt like it, it went a step above the last album, just with the whole thing, the whole killer kit, the rollout, the actual production on there. Um, you know, just just my wordplay, mm -hmm. the jewels that I dropped on this one. It's a lot of substance. and um, you know, I'm just, I'm, 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 like I said, I'm beyond satisfied. No doubt, no doubt. And you recently dropped the Body Count video featuring G Herbal and King Von. How'd y'all link up for that one? Body Counts, you know, they're my gang members. That's gangland. Uh, G Herbal been functioning with me day one, not a day ago, since blah, da, da. Nothing no but doubt. a lot of love and respect for him, doing the alley -oop. He yiked it. I'm saying <laughs> before he yiked it, he passed it to Von. And, um, you know, it was with the whole little quarantine get down. I shot it in my house. They shot it in their house. We put it together. Cook up. Also, since this is a quarantine questions, you know, we got to ask you, what have you been doing during the whole lockdown, bro? What have I been doing through the whole quarantine lockdown? Uh, cooking. I've been working. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm making sure that um, I use this time wisely, man. I'm, I'm making sure it's beneficial. They say if it ain't beneficial, it's artificial. So. You know, actually, man, I'm making it work for me in my favor, but just rebuilding, rebuilding this. I'm building this studio, so I've been putting a lot of soundproof walls within the studio. Um, you building a studio at your place? Yeah, I just found, I, I just bought a little tuck off, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it together for the, for the Young Life gang members, flying yeah. my Young Life out from Sacramento, giving them an opportunity, a shot at this music. Hey, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited about all that. No doubt. Has it slowed anything down for you as far as, like, shows or tours or anything like that? Hell yeah. It, show, it slowed down everything. You know, the whole rollout of the album, just based on it, uh, you know, I wanted to touch my people. I like seeing, watch out, down. I like, um, I like pulling up on my people, man, and really being able to touch them. As far as you know, like I would have, I would have blew down on you, pro to go. You know what I'm saying? I would have pulled up. We would have got it in the right way. You know what I'm saying? But um, outside of that, you know, just the touring. I ain't got the tour yet. I had a whole little, a beautiful lineup as far as touring was concerned. Mm -hmm. And now uh, you know, it shut the malls down. Whenever I feel like I'm saying I want to touch, touch the youngin or you know just just be amongst the people that function with my music man i push to the mall and uh you know by that being shut down it it'll throw that off but i'm i'm platinum man i'm loving it yeah. 
No doubt, man. Shit. But yeah, let's take it back one time. You grew up in Sacramento, California, right? Oak Park neighborhood? For sure. Oak Park, 4th Avenue. What was that like, man? Just give us a brief little, in a nutshell, how it was out there. Uh, it was regular gangster activities. Any, any, you know what I'm saying? The same thing you're seeing in, in any ghetto in America. And you live right next to it, right? Like the house right next to it. You could probably see it from your porch or something. Yeah, I can see it from the porch. I lived, I'm talking about property on 4th Avenue. My grandma, Lena Mayasha, rest in peace. Rest, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? She had property on there. My grandmother, Brenda P. Escher, property on the solid dad, two houses down from 4th Avenue. When we go outside as kids, we right there amongst the, you know what I'm saying, all the gangsta activities. But, you know, we ain't know it. We just, we just mm -hmm. live it. We just, mm -hmm. you know, kids. And this is what, this is, this is the life. This, we, we think nothing is bigger than Old Park. Mm -hmm. uh, we never seen outside of Old Park. So this little small circumference is our, our entire rural. Mm -hmm. And um, even for granny, when I got on, got the bag, you know what I'm saying, and try to get her, I'm saying, and just step outside the circumference, she wasn't functioning with it. She mm -hmm. loved her hood dearly, man, and died in it. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's just a little history. It's, it's, yeah. like said, it's, it's the same thing you'll see anywhere. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know this too, right? She was actually a member of the Black Panther Party, won't it? Yeah, she, fu she functioned with it, and she applied a lot of their rules and regulations, their culture within her household. Yeah, no doubt. And then life basically came at you full circle. You ended up on the soundtrack to the Black Panther movie, oh, right? If that wasn't shout out to Kendrick Lamar and the whole staff over there, man. If that wasn't a mania, Sally you and Granny got to see it. So I was about to ask you that. How was her reaction to it? Oh, uh, she went to the theaters with the squadron, and you know what I'm saying she she was just um she was proud, man, to say the least. That's that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. And then shit, you started rapping at 11 years old about that time, right? Yeah, that's when I started scribbling on paper. Um, I felt like I really got my craft together when I was about 14. Ended up on an album. Um, okay. My aunt, aunt, aunt got out of jail, out of prison, first shout. GP the Beast? GP the Beast, press and play. You know what I'm saying? I think his album dropped in 99. So uh, True. I'm born in 87. That's 14, I believe. And uh, nice. I was going to school. Just pushing. I was pushing it and they was functioning with it. You know, I'm you know, make sure you listen to track 14, laugh mm -hmm. first, going yay, yay. <laughs> and then, um, I was I was all excited about that. But nah, ever since then, man, I've been taking this craft serious. Bet. It, it led me to places I, I couldn't imagine. Bet. And at that time, you weren't even Mozzie yet. You were Lil Tim, huh? Nah, yeah, Lil Tim. Straight up, L-I-L-T-I-M. Uh, <laughs> and is it true you were trying to be like Bow Wow around that time? Like, given the fact that y'all were similar ages and he was doing his thing? Nah, I just felt like I deserved to be in Bow Wow's spot. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. as, as a kid, I just felt like, you know, that's who, that was the person I, I, I compared my raps to. So, you know, I think we was the same age, and um, I'm in junior high school rapping. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I chew Bow Wow at the time. It's not feeling. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, I chew that young life. So um, that was a lot of motivation. Just him, him being, yeah. a, being a young nigga make it at that age. And um, I had high expectations of, you know, doubling right behind him. But it took a minute. For sure. And you were, you were, you know, another inspiration for you was Master P. And you saw how Lil Romeo was doing it too, right? Yeah, I function with Lil Romeo, Lil Bow Wow, and they little beef. Um, like I said, <laughs> young, young niggas. I was motivated by him. I just felt like, you know, 
they was in my same age group. They was they was my peers, and um, I felt like you know my wordplay was it, at that time. I think I was slimy, man. I think I was slimy, and um, I, you know, man, I just felt man. like I, I was deserving, man. You know how you feel like you if that nigga could do it, nigga, you could do it yeah. ten times better. That's how yeah. I was feeling, and um, facts, facts. No limit squadron. I was functioning with that movement heavy. And growing up hustling to make some money in your teenage years, like you also delivered newspapers and worked at a sandwich shop, right? Like the humble hustle. Oh yeah, for sure. Most definitely. Very humbling. It was throwing newspaper at four o'clock in the morning. Crazy. You know what I'm Man. saying? Togo. Shout out to Togos. I had to get a job to get off probation. They provided me one for about I think 90 days or something. So okay. the new slid in. I had to get up out of there. Okay, bet. And then, and then on one of your newspaper runs, you actually got shot at by like a group of Mexicans around five a.m. They was gang banging on bacon. What happened? Uh, no, nah, it was it was on my linear. You know, it's okay. the era. It's the Thiers era at the time. They pulled up, gas break, dip, yoke. Yeah. You know okay. Saying? And I'm like, nigga, what's happening? Somebody, he 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 got on me straight up. He stuck that that yeeky out that window. He got on me, man. And you know, um. We finished the paper route though. We didn't let it, you know, deteriorate. Hey, there you go. What we was doing, so we got the job done, and it that's uh, just another little war story. There you go. And then, and then, when did you go from Mozzie P to just Mozzie, or like, how was it at first? Uh, I was trying to distinguish myself. Okay. Oh, Mozzie gang, I you know, so the whole thing was created just the same way in the same type of fashion, ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. And where it's all type of ASAP members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mozzie and a whole bunch of Mozzie members. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was just trying to distinguish myself. So Mozzie P, E Mozzie, Blase Blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, you know, the M-O-Z-Z-Y just stuck, man, just to the, the, the straight, just to be straightforward. And yeah. I put it. No doubt. And then I know there's a whole movement around that, right? It means something to your people. Like, when did that all begin to, like, come together for real? 2012. We was really, you know, we was orchestrating in 2010, but 2012 was when it really came together. And uh, nigga got to see it blossom. Nigga got to see it take off uh, right before our eyes. Crazy. Okay, no doubt. And then I'm guessing that I'm Just Being Honest was your first song to really blow up, or was there, like, another one? Uh, I say the truth. The truth is really okay. what calls the attention that everybody to even t- know mm-hmm. me. And, um, you know, a lot of people became fans of my music, reached out, they cooked up, okay. banged out, just being honest, right. went to jail, platinum. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't no really, it really wasn't no different from what I had going on. I think blah, 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 yeah. you know, because I was able to stand on my own. And mm-hmm. it was just me to the necklace. So I felt like that was my real breakthrough. Okay, bet that. And then let's talk a little bit about financial stability. I know it's one thing for you to make money doing, you know, illegal activities and stuff. And it's a whole nother thing when you're just working with the music. So what would you say was the first year where you were financially stable purely off the music shit? 2015, as soon as I came home, I went down 2014. April Fools got out 2015, April Fools. Soon as I came home, um, like I said, I produced that blah da da, mm-hmm. and it took off for me alone. Blah da da alone. I got to doing a lot of shows off of blah da da. They started popping, and um, you know the tweakage was heavy, man. It was just it was alley oop after alley oop. Scoreboard, scoreboard mm-hmm. going crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I say 2015, probably around June or some shit. 
Okay, no doubt. And I could just tell how you're like so passionate about what you do and the music that you make and how the message when you go in just kind of like oozes out of you. Like, was there a point when you went from writing down music and transitioning into more so freestyling in the booth or as far as the creative process? Yeah, freak either one, either one, whatever, whatever type of hype I'm on. If I feel like writing, scribbling, um, you know, I take this song serious. I scribble. If I'm just playing around, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to catch a vibe or something. I go in there and they're gonna punch in crazy. So it just depends on, I'm so okay. on what I got going on. And you got any rituals in the studio or that you, you know, usually yeah, get roll into? Roll up, nigga, let's get high. <laughs> bring it up. Roll up. No doubt, no doubt. And shit, man, you really do seem like a real, genuine, humble dude. You know, with even with all the success that you got, I would say you're somewhat of a different breed of rapper than we're used to. How do you deal with the industry bullshit and the fake rappers that come with it when you're trying to make music with different people? You just stiff arm it. Juke move. The same way you deal with bullshit when you're out here in these streets. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying, me? Uh, okay. Know, the same way, like, you got to stay away from snitches. Mm -hmm. And you gotta stay away from snakes, niggas who are still, nigga who a nigga might wake up with a with a three fifty seven in his facial. Mm -hmm. about, nigga be talking about give me your rollie. So you know you got to be aware of your surroundings. Circle smaller than a dot. I'm with the same niggas. I only function with niggas I love daily because I know the love is reciprocated. So. Um, okay. Move accordingly, man. Move accordingly. So you so you wouldn't even make music with someone who didn't seem like they were all like all together, right? I mean, I would, it, if it's beneficial, if it, if it ain't beneficial, it's artificial. So if it's benefiting to my career, okay. or if it's a good relationship to lock in and tie in with him, you know what I'm saying, we can cook up, but, um, you know, and even if they, they run that bag concurrent, it could be a bitch ass nigga that run the bag concurrent, nigga, let's press mm -hmm. play, you know what I'm saying? I got a, I got grelly faces to feed. Okay, facts. You know, for the most part, I just did for him negative energy, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If, if the vibes ain't there, he get a juke move. No doubt. And talking about highlights in your career, man, I, I can vividly remember when Kendrick Lamar shouted you out when he won his Grammy. Like, did you even know that was about to happen or he gave you like a heads up or anything? Nah, it wasn't, it wasn't a little premeditated thing we had going on. I was just, you know what I'm saying, naturally. Uh, I couldn't prepare for that. Really. Okay. Real one, straight up. You were in Houston, right? Yeah, he ain't had to do that, and he did that. So, major yeah. salute. No doubt, man. How did you even meet Kendrick? Like, how was that first meeting like? I slid to him saying one of their studios, and uh, he just showed unlimited love, man. Started rapping and quoting my music. Oh, shit. It was mutual then. Yeah. He just, he just you know what I'm saying? Real one, man. I can't it's even... I'm not even putting no extras on it when I said that nigga, real one. Did it surprise you that like he knew all your shit? It did surprise me. This Kendrick Lamar, you know, we function with him. I don't know he functioned with me. I ain't know he was functioning with me like that, nigga. That's on another level. You know, it's one thing to acknowledge somebody who's doing their shit, but it's another thing to be able to quote their gangster shit. So you know what I'm saying, me, hell yeah, I function with dude heavy on just based off of that. Facts. And then speaking of fucking with people's music, too, and like it meaning a lot to you. Do you remember when you first met YFN Lucci at the mall and took a picture with him and you were excited about it? your hands were shaking a little bit? Yeah, I was taking a picture with breath for a little breath. And, uh, you know, I was just excited, but it wasn't really like no no rap, no rap excitement. Like you know what I'm saying like, ah, that's why yeah. it was more like nigga, I'm finna push up on him. Nigga, this is crazy. Nigga, this is a nigga I be functioning with and his music go brazy. And so, uh. You okay. 
just bulletproof love. Okay, no doubt. And then speaking on, you know, on the other hand of that, like, do you remember the first time when you did a show, whether it was in your city or outside your city, and, and some fan ran up on you, like, crying, hugging you, like, just how much you mean to them? Do you remember that? Yeah, man, my middle tend to do that to a lot of people, especially people that come home from jail. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's what I was hoping to inspire the whole time. So, hell yeah. No doubt, no doubt. And then, you know, shout out to, to Empire and the, and the partnership, man. Shit, before that, you were on CD Baby, right? Like, just hustling, like, just getting yeah, your music out. At night, I, I'm still on CD Baby. I got probably like 10, 20 to 50 projects on CD Baby. Ain't no telling. But uh, shout out Empire for coming to save me, man. You feel okay. me? The work ethic, you know, the due diligence, the commitment, no and uh, press play. And what was the biggest differentiating factor as far as being, you know, doing your own thing? Like, like what changed immediately that you noticed as soon as you had that partnership put together? My life. Look, they gave me an M. Everything changed. Damn. Everything. My situation. Everything. Life in general. You know what I'm saying? The way I look at life. The way I handle my business. Um, just the, 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 the perspective for the music and the respect for the music. Um, everything changed. Dope. And then as far as I just feel like as far as you putting out music and, and you always, you know, feeding your fans and the people out there, like I feel like one word to describe you is just consistency, right? Yeah, for sure. Um but uh, a hunger gotta be in there, passionate gotta be in there. Mm -hmm. You know, passionate about what I do. I don't just do it for you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Just be on the track and say anything and don't give a fuck. I give a fuck about my listeners and the people who tuned in. For sure. And then speaking of Beyond Bulletproof, um, you know, what would you say is the biggest difference between this project and what you put out before that? A lot of substance. Last project, you know what I'm saying? There was some okay. jewels in that motherfucker, but it wasn't VVSs. There's stones in this project. You know what I'm okay. saying? VVSs, little clarities. You feel me? And, uh, yeah, so I say a lot of substance. Okay, and what's one thing you want your fans to take away from from your body of work that you put together with that one? It's a lot of shit I want them to take from it. You know, be able to, uh, you know what I'm saying, basically just dissect them bars, man, and, and bust them jewels down. And, for sure. Uh, you know, it's shit that you can carry with you for a lifetime. Compassion for the hopeless and homeless because they've been through enough. Shout out to the shout out to single mothers. We love you, baby. You got that. You know what I'm For saying, sure, man. Hey, big up the uh, we say big up to the fathers is present because you a top hat. Um, nice. Not just jewels, jewels on jewels, man. I ain't perfect, but I work on that at least. You know what I'm saying so. It's just a lot of jewels in there, man, and I I, I feel like um, you know, it's shit you can carry with you for a lifetime. Facts, man. Facts, man. Though you know, just make sure everybody run those numbers up. Congratulations on all your success, man. And and shit. Last but not least, we do like to play a game with our guests. It's called Smash Your Past. I don't know if you're down or not. Come on, let's fuck around. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Um, first on the list, we got we got Halle Berry. Little smashers. Alrighty. Little roots. Um, next up, we got Madonna. Smash potatoes. Okay. Then we got Jennifer Lopez. Smash rules. All right. Smashing everything. <laughs> All right. Then we got Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, passive. Okay. 
Okay. I like the OGs. My mama ain't seen it got to do with the OGs I'm functioning with. Facts. All the young life, they can have that. Facts. Uh, what about Lizzo? Nah, they can have that. <laughs> okay, facts, facts. But um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for playing the game, bro. You know, what else... What else should we be on the lookout for? Like, what else you got coming up? I'm finna double back. I'm finna double back on the double back with the double back. Ah, I got some gangsta shit finna drop probably like in 30 to 45 days from now. So do be on the lookout for that. But until then, nigga, stream the fuck out of Beyond Bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? That's the love one unconditionally. Make sure y'all gonna snatch that immediately. It's mandated. Gangland, Man. gangland, gangland. Bet. So once again, I'm Pro to Goat with Rap TV, and this is Quarantine Questions. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button and notification button to stay up to date on all of our new interviews dropping Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Make sure y'all go get that Rap TV merch too at rapart.com. You know what I'm saying? Join our community by texting 908-341-0067. And as always, don't forget to smash that like button. And one time for the one time, let's give it up for Mozzie, y'all. Time by the gangland. But appreciate you, bro. Thank you for your time, man. For real. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul.